Welcome to the Crimson Flow Ministry Podcast, episode number 13. Hello, I'm Charles Caps. In addition to listening to us from your favorite podcast directory, we invite you to visit our website at charlescapscrimsonflowministries.net. All one word, all lowercase. And you can easily find us, every podcast listed on Twitter, at charlescaps19. Amen. Now, Proverbs 23 and 23, as we always like to say, tells us to buy the truth and sell it not. You buy this truth, you hold on to it, you never lose it, never get rid of it. And as my wife likes to say, you don't go back on truth. Amen. So we're going to buy some truth and also wisdom and instruction and understanding. And we're going to look at our message and try to glean some of these things from it. Amen. Now, you know, there's a... There's a popular saying going on about right now, you know, it used to be back in the 70s and whatever, we talked about the signs of the time. You know, the signs of the times, they're everywhere, you know, and, and we talked about uh, wars and, and rumors of wars and pestilences, you know, men's hearts failing them for fear, and uh, but the end is not yet. We, we talked about that uh, almost every sermon in, uh, in the early 70s, and so now it's popular to say, we're not looking for the signs of the times, we're listening for the sound of the trumpet, amen? You see, even back in the 70s, people would misunderstand what the signs of the times were and how to apply them to the return of our Savior, Jesus the Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, amen? And uh, so... Now we've got a whole nother generation of people listening for the trumpet sound for the return of Jesus Christ, amen, Yeshua HaMashiach. And yet I, I must say, I must say, most people have no clue what that trumpet's going to sound like, amen? Most people have no clue what it's going to be like when that trumpet sounds. Well, the first thing we got to understand is, is there a trumpet sound before uh, Yeshua comes back? Let's read. 1 Thessalonians 4 and 16 says, For the Lord himself, that's Yeshua, Jesus, amen, for the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout and with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Okay, it's wonderful. We love this and we love to to uh, get real uh, excited about this scripture, amen, and rightfully so, if we're rightfully dividing the word, amen. So Yeshua will descend from heaven and uh, with a shout, you know, and that shout's not going to be just a small little thing, it's going to be heard everywhere. It doesn't have to be so loud that uh, people could hear it with their natural hearing, they need to be able to hear it with their spiritual hearing when the shout comes. Amen. And with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God. Now, whose trumpet is this? It's our father's, Jehovah's, God's trumpet. Amen. And the dead in Christ shall rise first. So let's understand that we've got a shout. We've got a voice of the archangel and we've got the trump of God. And then uh, the dead in Christ shall rise first, and we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds. 
and we need to understand that that cloud, you know, um, I'm I'm of the belief that it's the cloud of witnesses spoken of in the book of Hebrews. Amen. And then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord, Yeshua, in the air, which I have no problem with that. And so shall we ever be with him. And, and then we're to comfort one another with these words. I believe that this in the air meeting, according to the scriptures, is at the Mount of Olives. Amen. Out of Jerusalem. And if you read the last few verses of Luke and you read the first verses of, of Acts first chapter you'll find it's all at the Mount of Olives and when the angel said he's taken away he's coming back in like manner where is he coming back to well Sephaniah 14 will tell us that he's coming back to the Mount of Olives out of Jerusalem amen now let's look at another witness here Another one that we like to quote so much. In 1 Corinthians 15 and 52, it says in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound and the dead in Christ shall be raised incorruptible and we shall be changed. Amen. Now what I want to do is look at this moment here. How long is a moment, friend? And in a twinkling of an eye, how long is that? Well, see, back in the early 70s, uh, it was so popular for the Pentecostal circles uh, to preach that in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, that's one fortieth of a second, a twinkle, twinkling of an eye. That's not very long. That's pretty quick. Amen. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible. And we shall be changed. Now look, it says this at the twinkling of an eye, at the at the the last trump. What the last trump? You mean there might be other trumps if we have a last trump? Wouldn't it be logical that there were uh, at least one trumpet before this? If you have a last, you had to have a first. Can you say amen? If there was a first, there was more than one. If there was a last, amen? So now we need to identify where this trumpet is, and we need to understand what, when it sounds what's going to happen. Amen? Now, at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. Praise Yehovah Abba, our Father. So now look, I wonder what that trumpet sounds like. You know, uh, we've read this verse right here so many times uh, in a moment, a twinkling of an eye. I think that many, many, many people think that trumpet sounds going to be just about as quick as that moment or that twinkling of an eye. Amen. And, you, you know, maybe people envision, da-da, da-da, and that's it. And the, the trumpet is through sounding. But I've quizzed... Um, the women of our fellowship, my wife and some others, and and they're no fun because um, I tried to take them back before they were walking in, in observing Torah, and I tried to get them to tell me what they thought the sounding of the trumpet would be like, and every one of them said, long, loud, and hard, amen. 
And I said, well, you guys are no fun because you know all the right answers. Amen, and it's true. So let's look at some right answers. Let's go to Exodus chapter 19, and we'll start with verse 16. And this is at Mount Sinai. This is beautiful. There's so much uh, teaching here. But we're, we're going to be looking at the sounding of the trumpet only right now for this podcast. And it came to pass on the third day in the morning that there were thunders and lightnings and a thick cloud upon the mount and the voice of the trumpet exceeding loud so that all the people was in the camp trembled. That trumpet made the people in the camp tremble. It was so loud. And Moses brought forth the people out of the camp to meet with God and they stood at the nether part of the mountain. They were gone to the backside of it. They were not to approach it, you remember, or they'd be thrust through. You know, it, but this trumpet was so loud it was scaring them. And they, they, they had to go. Moses called them. But they were, they were like, mm, let's see how far away I can still get from this thing. And the Mount Sinai was altogether on a smoke because the Lord, Jehovah, our Father, descended upon it in fire. And the smoke thereof ascended as the smoke of a furnace, and the whole mount quaked greatly. Now, who's the word of our Father? It's Yeshua. Amen. Amen. Who's on the mount? Who was in the bush? It's Yeshua. Hallelujah. And verse 19 says, And when the, tr- the voice of the trumpet sounded long, sounded long. Now, I wonder how long long is we got to identify that. And it waxed louder and louder. And how loud is this? Moses spake, and God answered him by a voice. Amen? So, when God was meeting with Moses and inviting him up on into the mountain, he would go talk to our father, and the father would send him down and talk to the people. And we have the book of the covenant. We have the testimony amen we have these things and so uh the trumpet they were told prepare yourselves against the third day two days you clean yourself wash your clothes and be ready against the third day amen and 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 basically we as we if we want to call ourselves the church we're in entering into the third day the third day thousand years amen and so we've had two days to prepare to wash our clothes and now this is the third day we want to meet our bridegroom can you say amen now we'll move on to um years ago i was very active in the vfw the veterans of foreign wars and we had a uh, uh state convention uh in, in a nice city in arkansas and there were, oh, it was a big hall, and there were many people there and conversations going on everywhere. And the door opened, and the state commander walked through with the quartermaster. Amen. And uh, the state commander had a, 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 a trumpet that he blew, and um, he, um, he started off, and he blew assembly. And we're all veterans, right? But people didn't people didn't respond. They should have gone to their places. They should have been ready for what was coming next. Amen. But uh, they just kept chattering, kept talking, and nobody moved to assembly. Amen. 
And the quartermaster, he must have been an old top sergeant because he barked out a whole lot of words, kindly saying words. And people begin to listen and move to their their places. And then the state commander uh, played the national anthem on the trumpet, amen, at which time we were all in our stations, at our places, at attention, saluting the flag, amen. So you see, even though the state commander came in with the trumpet, and he was right on us, and he blew the trumpet, People didn't understand the sound of the trumpet. They did not. And they're all veterans, amen. They did not understand the sound of the trumpet. Now, we, um, we need to understand that sound of that trumpet. We need to understand uh, what, what we're going to find in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, at the trump of God, are we going to hear something quickly, quietly? Uh, we're going to hear something powerful, loudly, stronger, yet more loudly. Amen. But the first thing we got to do is understand what the trumpet is telling us to do, whether it's to assemble or whether it's to retreat or whether it's to uh, have a, 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 a mess call a child call what is the trumpet signaling for us to do and that's where most people have no clue they have no idea that there are different sounds now at the fellowship that i go to the noble learning center uh the pastor brother steve squires he blows the shofar there amen he does a really good job with it amen and you can you know brother steve blowing of the shofar is a little bit different from his son Ethan's blowing of the shofar which is a little bit different from his granddaughter Tori's blowing of the shofar amen but there's a message in all of the sounds and we need to understand the message of the sounds and we want to go back and we want to say again that they're at the last trump there had to be a first trump or something. Amen. So let's look into Revelation here and let's let's figure out what we can about some of these trumpets and what they signal. And we're going to start in Revelation chapter 8 and verse 2. It says that I, I saw the seven angels which stood before God and to them were given seven trumpets. So here we are. Last trump. First trump, there's seven of them. Amen. So, verse 3 says, let's go to 6. Verse 6 says, And the seven angels which had the seven trumpets prepared themselves to sound. And now here we go. We got the first trumpet. The first angel sounded, and there followed hell and fire mingled with blood and they were cast upon the earth and the third part of the trees were was burned up and all green grass was burned up amen now folks that doesn't sound like we're going to meet uh does that sound like the no there's no rapture and and it's not going to sound like the rapture doctrine false doctrine scripture that you've been taught most of your Christian life. Amen. 
This trumpet brings what? It brings tribulation. Amen. And you need to listen to the voice of the trumpets and what the message is and what the sounding is. And we need to find out it's not uh, it's not going to be the whooping and the hollering and all this stuff that uh, uh, has been projected for so long through churchianity. Amen. So the first trumpet, there was hell and fire mingled with blood. And they were cast upon the earth, and the third part of the trees was burned up, and all the green grass was burned up. Verse 8, and the second, number 2, the sound of the second seed. Now, you got to understand, this blowing of this trumpet, this sounding of this trumpet, cannot be identical to the first trumpet, because the first trumpet called for the hell and the brimstone, amen, and mingled with blood. It called for that. And if you repeated that call, you would repeat that action. Amen? So now the second angel sounded. It will be different. And as it were, a great mountain burning with fire was cast into the sea. And the third part of the sea became blood. And the third part of the creatures which were in the sea and had life died. And the third part of the ships were destroyed. It's Again, this is not this shouting, hooping, uh, uh, safety, secret meeting in the air. No, it's not that. It's tribulation. And that's the second trumpet sounding. In verse 10 of chapter 8 of Revelation, And the third angel sounded, and there fell a great star from heaven, burning as it were a lamp, and it fell upon the third part of the rivers and upon the fountains of the water, and the name of the star is called Wormwood. And the third part of the waters became Wormwood. And many men died of the waters because they were made bitter. Poisoned you. Amen. But you see, that's the third trumpet. And it's got to sound different than the first one and the second one. Now we go to the fourth. Revelation 8 and 12. And the fourth angel sounded. And the third part of the sun was smitten, and the third part of the moon, and the third part of the stars, so as the third part of them was darkened, and the day shone not for a third part of it, and the night likewise. Amen. And I beheld and heard an angel flying through the midst of, uh, of heaven, saying with a loud voice, Woe, woe, woe to the inhabitants of the earth by reason of the other voices of the trumpet of the three angels which are yet to sound. Wow. Wow. In other words, it sounds like these last three are going to be a little bit worse than them first four. And what is this signaling? Peace and safety? No. Uh, seven years of supper in the sky with Yeshua? No. It's sounding tribulation. Amen. Of which the church has no clue. Of which the church does not prepare itself. Of which the church would have no idea what these trumpets mean because they're convinced they're going to be spared uh, uh, from the tribulation uh, uh, that God wouldn't put that on me. He, he loves me. He wouldn't put that stuff on me. Folks, he may love you but you're not going to escape this tribulation and sit up there in heaven, which you ain't going to be sitting up there anyway, but sitting, and I don't mean that in judgment. I mean, that's not our place. Our place is here on this earth. And so 
You're not going to be sitting up in heaven seven years eating at a marriage uh, supper, amen, while all of this destruction and woe is going on. Now, let's look. Let's look at 9 and, uh, well, let's look at chapter 9 and we'll go with uh, verse 1. And the fifth angel sounded, and I saw a star fall from heaven upon unto the earth, and to him was given the key to the bottomless pit. And he opened the bottomless pit, and there arose a smoke out of the pit as the smoke of a great furnace, and the sun and the air were darkened by reason of the smoke from the pit, and there came out of the smoke locusts upon the earth, and unto them was given power as the scorpions of the earth has power. And they're not to hurt the grass, and they were given power for several months. And, uh, I mean, it's a bad time, these locusts going around like scorpions stinging people. Amen. And uh, so now, that, uh, that was the fifth one. And I'm not preaching messages on these trumpets. I'm trying to bring understanding of there's a voice to every trumpet, and the voice has a different result that it brings in to signal the assembly to. Amen. Now, verse 9. No, we'll, 9 and 13. We'll go to 9 and 13. And the sixth angel sounded, and I heard a voice from the four horns of the golden altar, which is before God, saying to the sixth angel, which had the trumpet, loose the four angels, which are bound in the great river Euphrates. Now here's the sound of a trumpet that says, loose these guys. Amen. This is the sixth trumpet. Amen. And the four angels were loosed, which were prepared for an hour and a day and a month and a year for to slay the third part of men. Here's the sixth trumpet loosening four angels that's going to slay Amen, the third part of men. Oh, wow, what a sound of the trumpet that must be. And I imagine it's loud and it's hard. And I imagine there's people who are saying, Oh, Lord, have mercy on me uh, for not studying and for not knowing and not preparing and not receiving your word and not keeping your commandments that would prove that I love you, Yeshua, and to our Father. Amen. So now, we'll go to chapter 10, and we'll look at verse 7. Now, it says, But in the days of the voice of the seventh angel, in the days of the voice of the seventh angel, when he shall begin to sound, this is the last trump. This is what Paul was writing about in Corinthians and Thessalonians. Amen. This is the time, amen, of resurrection. But in the days of the voice of the seventh angel, when he shall begin to sound, the mystery of God. Behold, I show you a mystery. Right, Paul said? We shall 
not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. I'll show you a mystery. But in the days of the voice of the seventh angel, when he shall begin to sound, the mystery of God should be finished, as he hath declared to his servants the prophets. Amen. Now, we can go on and we can read, we can read many things here. But we've got to understand that we're talking and we're looking at the seventh trump. We're looking for a resurrection. We're not looking for a rapture. We're looking for a resurrection. And we'll continue as we read on a little further. We'll saw him that came riding on a white horse who has a vesture dipped in blood. And on it was written, Lord of Lords and King of Kings. And he's coming, what? To rule with the rod of iron. Amen. Quite different from what we've been taught. Amen. But it is the scripture, not the false doctrine of churchianity. So, folks, hope you learned a little something from this this morning or today. And hope you learned that there's seven trumpets. Every one of them's got a different sound. Every one of them calls an assembly to a different event. And it's tribulation until the resurrection. Amen. Folks, we've got to understand God's word. How are we going to recognize these trumpet calls if we're not understanding what they mean? Just like in the VFW meeting, people just totally ignored the call to assembly. Folks, I don't want to. I don't. I, I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be the guy that misses what the trumpets mean. And the only way we're going to find it is to go through the word of our Father, the Word of God, the Bible. We've got to go through the Word, and then we'll understand what the trumpet sounds mean and long and hard. And, folks, listen, we might tremble and quake. I, I imagine I will, you know, but uh, I, will, I, I may tremble in fear uh, out of respect, but I'm going to know what that trumpet means, and I'm looking for the call of the seventh trumpet. Can you say amen? God bless you. God keep you until next time. Amen.